Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Odin's Movie Blog. I am the critic who is a cynic. How is everyone doing this evening? Happy Saturday to everyone. Hope everyone's weekend is going swimmingly. And welcome to episode 189 of the Welcome to Asgard podcast. As I said earlier and just a few seconds ago, hope everyone is indeed doing very, very well tonight. We, of course, are going to talk about the Mulan box office lies. That's right, the lies that Yahoo has been spouting and... All I can say is, I told you so. Uh, Mulan had, rather, Yahoo had posted uh, about a week or so ago about how apparently, because of an analytics firm, they were able to confirm that the film had made roughly $261 million in the first 12 days of its release on Disney+. Plus. Now, not only did this number seem very suspicious because it was way too high, it was too damn high, as the former head of the the rent is too damn high party, used to say. And that was one problem with it, was that it just seemed like a little bit too much money for the first time a film had tried to charge $30 behind a paywall on Disney and pretty much any streaming platform for that matter where you have to pay money up front and then pay more in addition. So it already was a little too off for that very reason. Not to mention, having that happen in 12 days just seemed a little bit too much out of reach. Seeing that even at the worldwide box office, that would seem like a pretty hard feat to have, even in a very good year. Uh, even with a very good and strong release. And so there were already those those issues with it. Made it even worse, the fact that Yahoo totally read the numbers wrong, almost willingly. And I pointed this out in the video where I initially made the point about how they kept bringing up this stupid percentage, and yet they never mentioned what that percentage was based on. They never gave the actual raw numbers of what that percentage was based on. So basically, this analytics firm just pulled a percentage out of thin air and then tried to make assumptions based off of that. So, of course, Yahoo, and I remember calling this at the time, saying Yahoo is not really known for being a reliable source for anything. It's just become so, you know, just in general, it's become very crazy, political, very far left in a lot of the news stories that it does. But then I never go to Yahoo Finance for my financial information either. And guess what? This is proof positive of that. And if anyone has, who's watching this right now or watches in the future, has ever used Yahoo Finance for any of your financial information, hopefully this is all you need to know, yeah, you know what, I'm probably not going to do that anymore because, man, they have no idea what they're talking about. Again, even a layman like me, even someone that's not really involved in the financial sphere, who knows very little other than just basic mathematics, it's interesting how I'm known as the math guy, but then all I'm really doing is trying to take basic math and I'm trying to put it all together and you know, making sense to me and hopefully making sense to other people. But even I was able to look at that and say, wait a minute, how are you getting this random percentage if you don't have any numbers to actually compare it to? You know, the whole reason, if you have a thousand people out of a million people, guess what? You can get a percentage from that because you have those numbers. I couldn't just say, oh yeah, 20% of people. Of what people? Of what total? Of what number are you even speaking of? They didn't actually have that. So it was totally insane for them to even come up, come up with that in the first place. So IGN and many other places have, of course, covered the fact that Yahoo was incredibly wrong and that instead of Mulan getting $261 million in the first 12 days from Disney Plus alone, that it might most likely made instead between 60 and $90 million. And here's the thing. That is also still really hard to prove. Because that's also assuming that certain numbers are correct. Certain numbers that we actually don't even have. All that Disney has released is what their total worldwide uh, numbers look like. But that does not tell us how many of those subscribers are in the United States. And it also does not tell us how many of those subscribers actually bought the movie. 
Now, IGN and others have used the fact that we have three, you know, third quarter filings, and that based on those third quarter filings, that it looks like it was around 10% or so um, of users who had utilized and had accessed and had downloaded or viewed in some way Mulan in the first week or so. And so obviously that's a little bit better. There's a little bit more meat there for us to grab onto. But even then, it's still something that is not giving full context because we don't know what it's 10% of, which is why even IGN and others are saying it's between 60 and 90 million. But even those numbers are hard to really pinpoint and hard to really believe in because it could be less than 60 million. It could be even more than 90 million. I doubt it's more than 90. But honestly, I think it's probably going to be around 60, maybe even less than 60 million because think about 60 million, and think about people spending $30 a pop on that. I, I mean, to me, it just seems very unlikely that you have, you know, all of those different people who would actually be getting this. You know, if we're talking thousands, maybe tens or hundreds of thousands of people spending $30 on that, that I would believe. But many, many millions of Americans spending that, I, I just, I, I don't see that really being a complete possibility there. Um, in fact, let's go ahead and just so six, 60 million. So let's go ahead and put that into the, the you know, the handy dandy calculator. So $60 million divided by 30 would be 2 million. So I don't believe that 2 million Americans actually bought and paid for Mulan. I could be wrong on that, but it just does not seem very likely. I would say that I have a lot more sense and sensibility on my side than the original Yahoo article had in the meantime. But anyway, I hope you're all here. Wanted to start off with that because the rest of the stream, for the most part, is going to be what I'm calling Supreme Open Forum because, yes, indeed, we have a new nomination for the Supreme Court of the United States. It's going to cause a lot of chaos. We all know that the world that we live in today is completely insane, but I think that it's important for us to talk about it and to you know answer questions and ask questions now because Lord knows if we thought things were bad when Brett Kavanaugh got nominated and went through his hearing, Lord God help Annie Conan Barrett because I honestly think that she is going to get just eviscerated by the Democrats in Congress, especially in the Senate, because they are going to be very much trying to get her. They're going to be very much trying to make her slip. They're going to be doing dirty politics because that is unfortunately the world that we live in today. Everything is so dirty and it's disgusting. And I think it's important for us to get all the facts and all the truths out there. That way, when the false information, when the fake news and again, I know that that sometimes triggers people when you say the word fake news, but let's be honest, it really is, that when that gets out there, we can actually look at the data and say, no, this is not true. Or, hey, this is really dirty pool. This is really dirty politics that you're trying to play here. So, of course, we'll be talking just a little bit about that a little later as well. But let's say hello to the people. How's it going, everybody? How's it going? Let's say hello to my D-Live fam. First and foremost, we got Captain Adam and the Clan. Oh, we got Captain J-Rod, the beer guru as well. We got Mr. Peabody over there. Uh, Philly the Hobbit's over there says, I like Mulan. I give it a 7 out of 10. Please don't ban me from the chat. Well, Philly the Hobbit, if you're talking about the original 1990s version, I would say, hey, you're absolutely correct. If you're talking about the live action one, I question your sanity. <laughs> I question your sanity. If you are saying that you subjectively enjoyed it 7 out of 10, that's fine. As long as you can admit that there's a lot of objective problems with the movie. Because there are. Alrighty, alrighty, alrighty. So that is it on the D-Life as far as people tagging me goes. So let's say hello to people on the YouTube world. We got Slicer Neons, who was here early at 553. We got Robert Frey, Fact Fiction there as well. Um, we got Forever Sci-Fi, who's a member on the channel. Dark Shadow Logan. Andrew Hoyle, hail to you, good sir. Uh, thank you for being here. 
Uh, glad to talk to you last night. Keck44 says, howdy, how's it going? Lord Toast says, hail, hail to you, Hound3000. Need some hugs. Well, hope hugs get sent your way, Hound3000. Orange Hat Reviews, how's it going, good sir? Brian Barth in the chat. We got Tina B and 70B. We got both the Valkyries on time at the same time here this evening. Thank you very much for being here. Much love to the Valks. We got Ms. Martin Muses. Ms. Martin Muses. Hello, 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 hello again. Uh, it was great. I, I was with Miss Martin Muses and Father Christopher Miller. Hail, Father. I'm sure he's in the chat or will be in the chat a little later after he finishes up at Mass. But we had a lovely discussion over on uh, Father Christopher Miller's uh, uh, YouTube channel. And we were able to talk about faith, uh, talk about fic- you know, uh, the, the concept of fantasy and movies and, and culture. And it was just a very nice discussion. We talked for about an hour and 20 minutes. And it was a lot of fun. It's, it's, it's something that I don't get to do too often of sharing you know, Catholic faith with other Catholics in that way. And so it was, it was a lot of fun. Uh, Alex McCarthy at 658 says, howdy, and how's it going? Uh, the title should be Pepperoni Open Forum, not Supreme Gross. Well, I don't like Supreme Pizza, but Supreme... Referencing the Supreme Court, on the other hand, is a little bit more appropriate. Soul Assassin, how is it going? Uh, Brian Bartag at 658 says, Why don't movie studios make any NC-17? Dude, we talk- <laughs> Brian, I talked to you about this last night, man. Uh, is like, have you seen any NC-17? No, the reason why- Here's the thing. What are most NC-17 films? Usually they're pornographic in nature. So I, I have no desire to see those. I don't want Hollywood to make those. And I don't really see the purpose of making those films. Because all they're going to be doing is exploiting humans. It's going to be exploiting human persons, exploiting human bodies. And so I don't think there's any place for that. I'm just going to be honest. You know, we can talk about free speech, free expression, but there are also limits to those things. And when it leads to you using people, whether they're willing or not, if you're using people as objects for your own gain, I'm sorry, but I'm not going to support that in any form or fashion. So please don't ask me again about NC-17 films because I feel like you asked me now for three times, and I I, I did respond to you last night about that. So, uh, JRow123, how's it going? 13th Warrior, how's it going? We got Joe Bag of Donuts in the chat. How is it going? Joe Bag of Donuts. Also, please, before I get any further, smash that like button. We got 91 people watching. Please smash the like button. I would appreciate it very much, so. So thank you very much for being here. I appreciate it. Uh, we got a lot of people in the chat. Very happy to see. Very, very, very happy to see that. So let me find where I left off in the chat. Um, all right. So we got 13th Warrior, Cobra Viper 999 in the chat as well. Uh, Lord Toth is a member on the channel. Uh, GMonkey76 is here as well. Uh, Aiden Vickery. What's going on, Aiden Vickery? Glad to see you. Another member on the channel. Glad to see you here. Uh, Lord Toast says, good evening, Odin, everyone. Good evening to you. Uh, JJ, starting early, isn't that cheating? I didn't really start early. Just because just because the stream starts, doesn't start till I'm on screen. So, don't worry. I don't, I don't start too early. If I, if I start early at all, it might be by maybe a few seconds. It's better than starting late. That's for damn sure. <laughs> uh, General Wingster, how's it going? Odin, what is a supreme open forum compared to a regular one? I've already explained that. Uh, let's see. Thanatos Felicitas, how is it going? Um, Andrew Hoyle said, lies. Yes, indeed. Yahoo lies. Disney lies. Mm-mm-mm. All right. Laura Toe says, watched Mulan with my wife and mother-in-law last night. I thought it was okay. They didn't mind it after I got through my rant. <laughs> yeah. And that's okay. Again, and that's for any movie, right? If you subjectively enjoy any film, I'm never going to try and tear away your subjective, you know, 
um, enjoyment of the movie. I'm going to point out the objective flaws, and I'm going to point out the reason why I have issues with it, and I'll, I'll hope that you can agree at least to those points. Uh, but obviously, when it comes to opinions, you know, I, I can't change your opinion on a movie. It's just as simple as that. Uh, let's see. No good. How is it going? No good. Uh, Fat Steven Seagal says, I love you so much. What's going on, Fat Steven Seagal? Uh, I see you shorten your name a little bit. Uh, glad to see you here. And thank you again for being a member on the channel. Really do appreciate it. Uh, Slice of Neons tagged at 701 and says, I was really disappointed yesterday when I didn't get a notification for the stream. My bad. Do you consider Tenet a failure or merely an underperformer? Well, thank you very much, Slicer. Um, yeah, well, I would say that we start always at the same time on Friday Night Tights, but that's also not true. We start around the same time every day. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so I'm very sorry about that. And obviously, it's because YouTube sucks and doesn't notify people. But Tenet, I honestly believe Tenet is not officially a complete failure. At this point, it is underperforming. But then again, how can I say it's underperforming when we have the marketplace that we currently have, where so many theaters across the United States are still closed um, most of them are very much, you know, cut as far as their capacities are concerned. Uh, many of them are limited on showtimes as well. And I think that the, all that needs to be taken into account. The fact that the movie last time I checked was well over $250 million worldwide. Uh, again, when you compare that to its budget, yeah, that's not that great. But when you think about how the fact that a movie in 2020 with the theater situation that currently is there still was able to make $250 million Again, I'm sorry, but that is impressive. Compare that to almost every other major release that we've had this year. You know, it's it's night and day. You know, Tenet has made vastly more than every other major release that we've gotten uh, since the theaters were allowed to start reopening. So, yeah, 251 is still right now the, the current number. I'm sure that a lot of the sites are back and a little bit behind in updating because obviously the box office isn't moving very quickly. And so why would they want to update it every, you know, every day when the numbers just really aren't that, you know, really aren't there. So yeah, right now I would say, you know, in general underperforming, but given the circumstances, I would say it's actually doing pretty well, right? Is it going to make its money back? That's a bigger question. Now I would say that there's a bigger chance that it won't make its money back, but it could, but it could, uh, because it still needs to open up in a lot of States in various countries, DVD Blu-ray sales obviously will come into play as well. So by the end of it, you know, in the next year or two, maybe it will end up being in the black. But it's, it's really hard to say right now. But to say it's a complete failure and flop, I just think is disingenuous. Let's see. Uh, Rob D at 702 says, Hey, Odin, I watched The Godfather Part 3 last night. Well, God, God save you, sir. Uh, says, I like that Michael was always sharing the knowledge he's gained over the years with Vincent. But that's it. Nowhere as good as 1 and 2. Yeah, I mean, even bad movies tend to have a couple of good things or a couple of good qualities. And yeah, it's been so long since I've seen part three. I honestly don't even remember um, the characters and, and basic things that happened. I just remember I just didn't like it. Um, but yeah, God save you for watching it. <laughs> uh, we got Laura in the chat waiting for Nerdronic. How is it going, Laura? Um, everyone is still waiting for Nerdronic at the end of the day. Uh, Iron Vet in the chat, how's it going? Jens Jurgensen at 702, is a member of the channel, says, congrats on your new Supreme Court judge. Well, she's not the new Supreme Court judge yet, uh, just a nomination. Uh, however, based on numbers in the uh, Senate, based on the fact that she was, you know, uh, she was confirmed three years ago to the appellate courts, to, to one of the courts of appeals, I mean, just seems like a very good chance, and I don't really see why. Again, if she was good enough for the Court of Appeals, then there's no real reason why she wouldn't be good enough for the Supreme Court, unless, of course, it's a political reason, which, of course, is absolutely what's going to happen, and it's going to be a party-line vote, and I would say there's a very good chance that it'll be either 51 or 50 votes 
uh, for confirmation for her. I would say two of the Republicans likely will abstain from voting. Uh, there's two that are in uh, pos- you know, potentially tight races in their states. And they, based, I guess, on their own internal polling, it looks like this position will help them. I don't really understand that necessarily. Um, I feel like most of the time when a Republican especially goes against the current president, uh, it doesn't work out for them very well. And I've seen that happen a lot when it comes to you know the primaries and everything like that. People that have tried to distance themselves away from the president have not done nearly as well as others that have embraced the president. And I feel like that's very consistent with many uh, you know previous administrations and in previous elections as well. Um, but yeah, I think she's great. Uh, Amy Coney Barrett, uh, she is an originalist, so she thinks that the the words of the Constitution should matter, and that it's not her job to legislate, which is something that I think that a lot of those justices could learn from, right? The fact that you have freaking you know Justice Roberts saying, "Oh yeah, Obamacare is fine; it, it's a tax," even though <clears throat> it clearly says that it's not a tax, but that you know we're talking about Obamacare, that it's a penalty, not a tax. And then you have the people that wrote the damn bill that even after the Supreme Court okayed it, said, oh, no, 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 but it's not a tax. It's, it's, it, it, it really isn't a tax. And it's like, wait a minute. So you're saying it's not a tax, and yet the only reason why you still can have this Obamacare and the, you know, the mandate and everything is because the court twisted it to say that it was a tax. So it's like, how does this make any damn sense whatsoever? So luckily, if Amy Coney Barrett does get confirmed, and I'm hoping that she does, uh, having another judge on the court that's not going to play those those legal word games uh, is something that we desperately need. No question about it. No question about it whatsoever. Uh, Dean Approve, thank you very much for the $5. Super chat, good sir. Thank you. Says, my dude, tenant played in California. Drive-ins, man. Drive-ins. Boom. Uh, that's awesome, right? It's awesome that's playing the drive-ins. But, again, I have to make the, make the point, right? Drive-ins are great. There's not many. That's not a large amount of money. So, yeah, they're playing at the drive-ins in California. There's still tons of theaters in California that cannot play it. And I'm sorry, but most of the money it's going to make in California are not going to be from the drive-ins. So that's great. And I'm glad that people have been able to see it, at the very least, in that state. But uh, until it opens up in theaters, it's it's still closed. <laughs> it still has not really opened yet in that state. Uh, let's see. Super Anime Gamer says, hey what is up, my dude? What's going on, Super? Glad to see you here. Uh, Laura says, so glad the wife wasn't interested in the lame live-action Mulan, and she likes everything Disney. Well, I'm happy to hear that, too. Uh, don't waste your time. <laughs> it's not even that it's a movie that you might like or might not like. I honestly think most people would view it simply as a waste of time. Uh, Thursday the Warrior says, what's this group the new SCOTUS justice belongs to? Uh, so there's two groups. So the Federalist Society is one of them, uh, which just means she's more of, again, a... Uh, originalist mindset, looking at the Constitution the way that it was meant to be looked at, not really doing much as far as legislating from the bench, which is a good thing. Uh, if you mean that you know she's a she's a member of the Catholic Church, there is a section of the Catholic Church though that is more of a charismatic one, so very much about praise and worship, right? So uh, singing various songs at at mass and and uh, doing a lot of things like adoration and and singing very publicly and everything. Um, that's pretty much all I know about it. I'm not an expert on the group that she's a part of. However, there was this false rumor, there was this fake news going around that it was that group that inspired the uh, terrible religious you know, uh, patriarchy in The Handsmaid's Tale. Turns out that that was completely untrue. Even Vox, right? So even Vox, where all truth goes to die, even they were able to come out and say, yeah, this was, this was not true. 
Um, and so I'm sure that even though Vox, a far, far left organization, and even uh, it was what the Wall Street Journal, which many consider to be more center right, um, the fact that both of them were able to say that that was completely false, I guarantee you that there will still be senators that will bring that up. Uh, because remember, these are the same senators that says the dogma lives loud within you. And are you sure that you wouldn't let your faith influence you? And I think to myself, would you be treating other people of other faith backgrounds this way? Or is it the fact that she was a practicing Catholic that made you have issues with it? Um, and then you had uh, one person who was no longer in the Senate because he was an idiot, Al Franken, who was basically going after her for her positions on various things. It's like, well, Basically, now you're just attacking her for her faith. When did that become okay? I, I don't remember that when that was a good thing. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy the world we live in today. Um, I don't know. It's here. Uh, Tina B says, can't spell loser without spelling it Disney. Oh, wait. Well, that's a true statement. Uh, that is a true statement for sure. <laughs> uh, the new number two. How's it going? Welcome back. Brightest day. How's it going? Gen X Studios in the chat. Max Anderson in the chat as well. Uh, 66 Starship Alien. How is it going? Mr. Peabody, also member on the channel over there as well. Uh, Alien Being. Dude, that name actually reminds me. Stephanie B. and Tina. Do you remember? I forget the name of the channel, but there was someone that... They never showed up until, like, the very end, and they would always just say hi. And I want to say it was an alien-type name. Maybe it was even just alien. And it was always, like, this joke for a long time, like, he's there, he's lurking, and you just don't even know it. And then people would try and tag him just to see if he was there or not. And then usually when the stream was ending, all of a sudden, boom, he would just show up. I'm forgetting the name, uh, but I'm sure one of, one of my Valks will remember. Um, let's see, Mark Lissath, how's it going, Mark Lissath? Glad to see you in the chat as well. Uh, great having conversation with you last night in the Friday Night Tights chat. Uh, Tina B. Tatton 706 says, he made a Supreme Court nominee. I had to take a nap after the family memorial this morning. Uh, if you thought Kavanaugh had it rough, you should, <laughs> you should check on the Bork nomination. No, he never made it. Oh, yeah, I mean, that's why normally you, you, the, the expression, the common expression was Borking, right? I'm, I'm pretty sure that was because of how he was treated it became like a meme almost, you know, before memes were really a thing, right? Oh, you just got borked um, is, is kind of like the way it was expressed. So, yeah, Kavanaugh, I mean, that was unprecedented. You know, we could talk about how Bork was bad. I think Kavanaugh had it much worse. I mean, this dude's reputation, even to this day, has still been destroyed. Like, I, I, still, I still worry for his family because I can, you know, that's the kind of stuff that will never go away. And that's why, especially, you know, Amy Coney Barrett has seven kids, has seven kids, two of which have been adopted. And I, I'm so scared and terrified that you're going to have the, the verified check marks on Twitter especially. We already know that the Twitter cesspool is going to go too far with it. But that the verifieds on Twitter and some of even the senators are going to go after her and go after her family. And again, if they go after her even close to what they did with Kavanaugh where they're just drudging up crap that's not true, is unverified – Again, I, I, I'm fair, again, because at least with with her kids especially, a lot of them are still very young. Like, a lot of them are still grade school age, and I, I'm very concerned uh, for their own safety, uh, for their own well-being, and for their future. And that's why, as I said before, I, I want us to have anything and any doubts and any questions out and the truth in response before the media just picks up and starts going after her because she happens to have been nominated by the president that they don't like. And that's really all what it comes down to. 
Uh, Jace Doe, who's a member of the channel, says, What's up, Odin? Chaos happens when they have been throwing their temper tantrum since 2016. Yeah, they have not stopped. You know, basically it was what? It was impeachment, 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 Russia, Russia, Russia. And now all of a sudden it's an election year. And so now it's, oh, he's been terrible. It's like, really? <laughs> I mean, y'all have kind of done nothing. <laughs> like, honestly, what, is, what has the House of Representatives actually done? Other than passing basic budgets because they have to keep themselves funded, what have they actually done that's of use? Not much of anything. <laughs> and it's like, instead of what they could be doing is they could be passing things in a bipartisan way and getting things working and getting laws that need to be passed passed. Because here's the thing that drives me crazy. There are things that Republicans and Democrats can agree on. And the sad thing is, is that we can't just pass simple legislation. We can't just pass simple bills. Like, I, I think that we could easily come together to pass something very simple without bloat, without any of the, you know, pork barrel spending nonsense that we always have, and just get that through both houses with overwhelming support. But we just can't do that because everything has become so politicized. It's insane. Uh, let's see. Hybrid X13, tag and says, Howdy, my brother. How are you? Good to see you. Thank you for the giveaway. Got them yesterday. Much appreciated. Well, congratulations, Hybrid X13. Hyperin X13, glad that you got him. Uh, Zachariah315, how is it going? Thank you very much for tagging me. Appreciate it. Uh, hail to you, new number two. Otherwise known as Dean Heist. Bruce in the chat is a member. How is it going? Uh, first Sci-Fi is a member 707 says, 2020 crazy. Look around you, Ellen. We're on the threshold of hell. <laughs> yeah, if we thought 2020 was bad, what is 2021 going to look like? Uh, Hound 3000 says, thanks, and hugs and kisses to you. Well, thank you, Hound 3000. Appreciate that. Let's see. Andrew Hoyle, a member, says, saw some lefty weirdo was going after her on Twitter about her adopted kids from Haiti, insinuating she'd stolen them from their birth parents. Yeah, I've seen this happen a couple times, too. So that is, I think, going to be the line that they try and cross, because that is crossing a line, is going to say, I want to know what organization she adopted her kids from and then I'm going to look into that organization and then if there's anything bad that I could ever twist for my own means and purposes I will do that even if it's shown that they went through the entire process trying to again uh, take kids out of poverty you know have kids that needed a home a place to live to be raised and loved and treated well and they're still going to try and twist that like it's amazing to me you look at her and you say she's a mother of seven Right, she's adopted too, but still mother of seven. I'm sorry, man, but if if you are a person that is going to be a mother to those many kids, and based on what I saw, just looking at the kids today, they all seem to be very healthy. They all seem to be doing pretty well. I'm sorry, but she's a hero to me already for that very reason. Now, does that mean she's going to be a good Supreme Court justice? I mean, obviously, I need to look more so into her record, more so into her logic and reasoning behind any decisions that she's made. But based on everything I've heard, I think that she'll probably be pretty good at that as well. Um, but the fact that people are going to go after her for her personal life, when based on everything we know about her, her personal life seems to be pretty damn awesome, it's just insane to me. But that's the world we live in. That is the complete world we live in, and it's so very sad. Uh, JJ says, if you could nominate a movie character to the Supreme Court, who would you select? Ooh, a movie character to the court. Hmm. I know the tempting answer is Judge Dredd, but in real life, obviously, <laughs> I, really, I, w I wouldn't want that because uh, he's judge, jury, and executioner. I am the law. Um, but I'm trying to think about who would make a actually like, a, a good Supreme Court justice. 
who is a movie character specifically? Hmm. I don't really have an answer ready. I'm going to say Doc Brown. I would love to see Doc Brown just so that someone could come up to him in court and mention something about $1.21 billion. And then he could go, what point twenty one dollars <laughs> just for the just for the lols. But I also do think that he would be wise and would make good choices. Uh, waiting for Nerdrotic at 701, 708, rather. Odin says, nay, nay, to live action Mulan. That's right. I, I say, nay, nay. That's right. I say, uh. I said, oh, nay, nay. I say, nay, nay. <laughs> All right. Gen X Studios. How's it going? How is it going? All right, looks like the chat is about to jump on me once again. Uh, so I think I saw Laura's comment there. So looks like we got some trolls in the chat. Always trolls. It's amazing. When the numbers come, so do the trolls. It always makes me sad. It always just makes me sad. Boom! Luckily, no comments were skipped. But let's go ahead and jump over to DLive real quick and catch up with my people over there as well. Um, let's see. Camden High says, Receive my shipment of Train to Busan and Shawshank Redemption. Green Mile. Can't wait to get to train. Boom. Dean Heist. Glad that you got those, man. Thank you again for being a captain over on DLive. And I uh, hope you enjoy, man. Yeah, Train to Busan's fantastic. Seriously, it's it's wonderful. Uh, Captain Adam says, Empire Strikes Back is playing this weekend here. Yeah, it's playing this weekend here as well. Um, and that's very exciting. But there's still, uh, there's other films I, I would, I again, I love Empire. But that is also the Empire that is the... Um, edited version. Um, I have the <laughs> I have the legitimate version, the original version of the movie. So even though I would love to see the movie back on the big screen, I would rather see a film I've never seen before than the subpar version of that movie, which is, of course, my favorite Star Wars film. Uh, Phonemo says, I think Tenet is doing rather well, given everything that's going on. Exactly, right? It's hard for me to say that the film is not doing well, given everything that's going on and the amount of money that's made. Uh, he then says, Phonema says, Tenet will probably make its money back when it's going on digital Blu-ray. Again, I think that's a fair point, too, and 4K, too. Um, and, yeah, I mean, I don't think it's going to be an incredible seller because it's definitely a very divisive film. There's some people that love it. There's some people that hate it. And there's some people that are still confused and don't know what to think. Um, so, yeah. Let us see. Okay. Yeah, more Turkish people over on T-Live. It's so ridiculous. Uh, let's see. Philly the Hobbit uh, tagged and says, Judge Chamberlain Holler, a.k.a. Fred Munster from My Cousin Vinny, would be a great Supreme Court judge. Oh, yeah. Dude. I love I love him as the judge in that film. And then Peabody says, why didn't they nominate Judge Judy? Now, that would be pretty awesome. Uh, that would be pretty awesome. But I think she's enjoying her retirement. So <laughs> somebody tells me that she would probably say no. All right, let's jump back over on to YouTube. We got 104 people watching. Thank you again for choosing to watch. Please like and share the video if you could. Uh, if you're enjoying the discussion, uh, enjoying the discussion um, as I am personally. All right. So let's see. Laura waiting for Nerdronic says, uh, thank you for tagging me at 709. It says, I think attacking ACB is going to backfire on the Dems, especially with suburban women. It's going to. Again, they're going to see a a mother of seven being attacked. That is going to be the optics there. And if you look and listen to the speech she gave today, she's very well-spoken. She's obviously a very educated person. And so it's going to be a very bad look. It's going to be a very bad look for them 
if that's the direction they go. Especially when the candidate they're supporting literally has taken half the days of this month off. Uh, it's, it was a crazy statistic to find out that he has called it a day, you know, at 8.39 in the morning before doing anything for about half of the month. And it's like, aren't you supposed to be running for president of the United States? And uh, doesn't that mean that you need to be like on the camp, you know, campaign trail and, and talking to people? And he's not doing anything. And I was trying to find what was his longest speech this year. His longest speech, I think, may have been under 20 minutes. And I'm looking at Tuesday when the first debate is, and that's an hour and a half with no breaks. An hour and a half with no breaks. I don't know how he's going to survive that. I honestly can't see it. If he can't be up on a stage for more than 20 minutes, if he can't be doing campaign spot, uh, can, campaign stops every single day, how in the hell is he going to last an hour and a half on a debate stage? Now, I know some might answer saying, well, the moderators are going to be on his side and are going to you know, basically fight the battle for him. And I could see that happening in some of the cases, especially the last debate, which will be hosted by MSNBC, NBC, etc. But at the same time, too, even with that, he still has to stand at the podium for that long. And I'm, a, I'm supposing they're not going to have any crowds because um, obviously Trump tends to do better in front of crowds versus others. But it's going to be very bizarre. It's going to be very bizarre to see. But I do wonder, why <laughs> why is he running if he's not going to run, is my thing. Uh, Brian Barth is okay, man. Just just don't repeat questions. That's that, that's the big thing with me. When people repeat things, it's just, nah. Uh, TinaB at 710 says, well, we've had one movie win Best Picture. That was the only X-rated one, Midnight Cowboy. Of course, an X rating back then would be R rating now. Exactly, right? So when we look to the context of the situation, because context is always very important for me, you know, things that are the equivalent of a rated R today, Again, I don't really count as not being rated R. Let's see. Uh, Hibernate 13 says, Hey, brother, what is your favorite character design of all time in any movie you've seen in your life? One that I can't stop thinking of is the fawn from Pan's Labyrinth. Ooh, yeah, very cool. Um, a character design, I don't know if I really have a favorite that I could come up with the top of my head. Um, production design, you know, movie design, that is something I, I have much more, much more, many more thoughts on. And I would say, uh, Blade Runner, the original, Blade Runner 2049, both of those have brilliant production designs, um, and I just love the way everything's framed, I love the colors they use, I, I love the world that's being built around them. I can't think of anything as far as characters go, though. Um, let's see, Mark Seth tagged 7-Eleven, says, throwing shade with better to start early than late, that's for damn sure. Um, let's see. Uh, Brian Barth at 7.12 says, uh, the person who wrote that Kubrick article probably never had heard of Kubrick or had seen his films, and now the audacity to say his films are not masterclass filmmaking. Yeah, Brian Barth, I think we talked about this also. <laughs> I think we also talked about this the other day, too. Uh, so as I said, I don't like when things get repeated when we've already talked about them. Um, but yeah, because I'd answer that saying, you know, because that was the article that you had said he didn't re- reach his potential. And I'm thinking to myself, I-, I don't think that's true. But then again, that article is an opinion. You know, that, that that's just his opinion, and he has every right to that opinion. All right. Uh, Lord Toth at 712 says, Tenet will never be labeled a failure. Uh, COVID-19 and everything going on will prevent that. Yeah, pretty much, right? There's always going to be just this asterisk next to it because it still, at the end of the day, is making $250 million with all things essentially being closed. Um, Let us see. Yeti Cass, how's it going? Uh, Brian Bartag says, uh, what do you think of Warren Beatty? Wonder why he's not canceled. I don't really know much about Warren Beatty, so I don't have many thoughts. 
Uh, Mari Lazeth at 714, you miss Jeremy confessing he likes TV shows both ways and then get embarrassed that it would be clipped by Perry Chan. <laughs> oh, I hope it does. I hope it does get I hope it does get clipped and I hope Perry Chan works with that. I asked if he could do something with the Friday Night Tights crew being a member of the gang in West Side Story with the snapping. Um, and so let's 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 see what he does with that. I hope that he does something uh, spectacular with it. Let's see, HyperNex 13 at 7.14. Oh, have you thought of getting the Super Mario 3D All-Stars on the Nintendo Switch? Has 64, Sunshine, and Galaxy. I actually have because I actually never played uh, Mario 64 all the way through. Uh, I remember I got stuck on that first level because it was a game that I didn't. we never bought. It was one that I got to play. You know, when you go to the dentist as a kid, they would have these games, uh, game systems around. And so I only got to play Mario 64 a couple times, and I always just got very confused about what I was supposed to do because I was a kid. didn't know any better. I uh, never played Sunshine. I never played Galaxy. So I, I am very much tempted to get it. I don't know if I want to pay. And again, it's three games, classic games, remastered for Switch. Uh, I don't know if I'm willing to pay $60 for it, though. I'm just going to be honest. Uh, Fat Steven Seagal at 14 Yeah, name short for now. Keeping the joke constantly loses its potency. Plus, uh, been helping out some other content creators and dreaming of your shiny, magnificent head. Well, thank you very much, man. Appreciate that. Uh, <laughs> I need to find a way to really uh, shine it. Uh, hail to you, Iron Vet. Um, let us see. Uh, Lord Toad 716, hail the chat. Love seeing all the familiar and not so familiar faiths. Yeah, damn right, Lord Toth. Uh, Fasty Vizgal says, been helping La Reina Creole and can find me on random live streams lately. Very cool. Very nice. And no, it's all it's all good, man. You're a member on the channel, Fat Steven Seagal. So it's all good. Don't worry about promotion. Um, 8-Bit Snake Boy, hello to you, good sir. Glad to see you here. Uh, Laura tagged and says, good movie news from California. The county north of us just opened, and our county might open re uh, might reopen on Tuesday. Well, I hope that's the case, Laura. I'm I'm hoping that is the case. Um, that would be great because if that was the case, then you could probably get the hell out of the house and go see a movie instead of, <laughs> you know, dealing with all the craziness going on outside and also, uh, obviously. <laughs> Tuesday night, they'll have the debate, and I'm sure that'll be crazy, too. Only someone like me that, for some reason, likes to torture <laughs> is, a, is a bit of a masochist, you know? <laughs> Let's see. Uh, Dean Approve of 719 says, Oh, no, trust me. Uh, tenant opening and drive-ins won't get its money back, but I'm just happy to go see it. People were talking about how long of a drive it was. I don't know if... I, I don't know. I was happy. Yeah, and, and so for some people, it'll be worth it. For some people, it won't be. Uh, and hopefully, as Laura was saying, hopefully more and more counties can reopen very, very quickly. So that way we can um, get more people to go see that and other things. Uh, let's see. Super says, well, of course he would, Odin. Obama appointed Roberts. The Supreme Court is no longer what it was what it was meant to be. Just like everything else, we made it partisan sad face. Did Obama? Really? I forgot. I Who appointed Justice Roberts. I actually... No, that's not true. Yeah, I didn't think so. Yeah, it was George Bush. I was like, no, he didn't. I was like, Obama would never have nominated him because even though he's a swing vote, he was thought to have been a more conservative person. Yeah, so George W. Bush would nominated him on September 5th of 2005. Yeah, I was like, no way. So, yeah. <laughs> I was... Mm. That was wrong. You had your information wrong, Super. 
So, no, it, it actually doesn't make sense other than the fact that you've seen a lot of different Supreme Court justices. Like, you know, for example, uh, Stevens was the same way. Um, no, not Stevens. Sorry. Uh, Kennedy was the same way. Right. Kennedy had been nominated under Reagan. And many thought that, you know, Reagan being a conservative, that he would also be conservative minded as well and turned out not to be the case. And actually, I actually liked Kennedy, to be honest, because Kennedy was very consistent. He was a swing vote, but he was also always consistent with with his logic. And um, and, and I, I at the very least appreciated that fact that he was at least consistent with his overall logic in most of the cases that he did. Roberts is inconsistent. That's why I, I have a big problem with Roberts, not because he's a swing vote, but because his logic is just insane. And again, the fact that he saved Obamacare, essentially, by making up this crap about it being a tax when the people that created the law, even themselves, said it wasn't a tax and that it was a penalty, just drives me insane. It drives me crazy. Uh, for anyone wondering, by the way, if you're either not in the United States or in the United States, um, right now with the death of Justice Ginsburg, and again, rest in peace, Justice, Justice Ginsburg, um, right now the court's makeup essentially is you have two members that many consider to be, or sorry, three members that many consider to be part of what's called the liberal wing, uh, so much, a little bit more left-leaning. Basically what makes them unique is that many of them believe essentially in interpreting the law with modern-day culture in mind and essentially believe in legislating from the bench. Which is ridiculous because, no, the, the job of legislating is in the legislature, not in the judiciary. So three members on, on the Supreme Court as of now are considered to be uh, like hardcore liberals. You then have really only two people left that many consider to be like stalwart conservatives. That would be Alito and um, Clarence Thomas, who are considered to be like hardcore conservatives. So that's about 3-2. So if Comey Barrett gets appointed based on what little I know of her record, but based especially on the fact that she believes in the same philosophy that uh, Scalia, who had died uh, a couple years ago, um, had also believed in, makes me believe that it would be then a 3-3 split then in having more liberal-minded legislative from the bench types and three hardcore, nope, this is what the word of the Constitution says. And then you have three that are kind of in between, right? So Kavanaugh and Gorsuch, Gorsuch, as many people who try and say, oh, they're conservative and boo, 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 they're, they're actually a little bit more in the, in the middle of the road, right? They're maybe leaning more conservative in certain instances, but they don't always. Um, and so that, to me, would make the court much more interesting because then you would have really an even split of three conservatives, three liberals, and then you'd have three swing votes, essentially. So I see balance in that. I know that a lot of other people are going to say, ooh, they were nominated by Trump and Kavanaugh is evil, even though, a, a big question, anyone that still has a problem with Kavanaugh, um, where, where's Christine Ford? Where has she been? If you try and you know find her on YouTube with videos or speeches or anything, nothing's been posted in about 10 months, to 10 to 12 months. I wonder why. Is it possible that she got her money and then disappeared? Hmm. I guess it wasn't all that important now, was it? Hmm. Isn't that just interesting? Anyway. <laughs> uh, let's see. 70 bs 21 says, it was alien. I thought so. I thought so. Yeah, where is alien? Um, yes, Tina B. I think it was just alien. I don't know where alien went. He just disappeared. Uh, 13th warrior 722 says, the Constitution prohibits religious tests as a qualification to any office. Article 6. Yeah. 13th warrior. That's a fair point to make, too. And yet, somehow they get away with it. You know, somehow they get away with it. And it's insane to me that that is what happens. Uh, John Gollum. <laughs> I got that reference. <laughs> HyperDex13 at 723 tagged. It says, which, uh, which both duo and trio did you enjoy the most? 
Aragon, Gimli, Legolas, Thor, Rocket, Groot, Luke Skywalker, R2-D2, Frodo, and Sam. Okay, hold on. So I'm going to go Aragon, Gimli, Legolas, and then I'll go Luke Skywalker, R2-D2. I think those... I, again, the mash... The, that didn't make a whole lot of sense, Hyper, I'm going to be honest. Did not make a whole lot of sense. Uh, someone with gibberish for their name. Well, that's offensive. Well, it looks like gibberish to me. <laughs> Lord Toth, 724. Uh, another day closer to pension. Yes, Lord Toth. Yes. Forever Sci-Fi is a member. They'll try to destroy her, but not a peep from them about the accusation that Hunter Biden was involved with human traffickers. Nope. And you know what, though? If Biden actually shows up, I still have a very strong suspicion that he'll just magically not show up for the debate on Tuesday. But if he does, one thing I can almost guarantee that's going to happen is Trump is going to go after him hard on his son, Hunter Biden. I honestly think that's going to happen. And you know what? It needs to happen because have you seen any media types going after Biden questioning him? No. And guess what? When anyone does, Biden loses it. So you'll see Biden lose his crap. Trump will just be there saying, what? It's a nice question. I don't get it. The problem. And uh, it'll be fun to see. Uh, Bruce 725 says, I would think even the people on the left would go tune tune death, tone death, after listening to a crying baby for so long, even if that cry baby is the left. Uh, Dean approved. I giggle a little when people say conservative fanatic. Isn't that an oxymoron? Yeah, pretty much is. <laughs> In its most basic sense, it absolutely is. Uh, super as 726 says i'm good thanks just relaxing and laughing at my dog he's not allowed on furniture but just walked in on him chilling on the recliner like nothing's wrong that's the best though because i bet he gave you that look of i didn't do anything (laughs) i didn't do anything wrong (laughs) i'm just sitting (laughs) uh angry mango thanks for being a member as 726 says nothing the democrats do will surprise me yeah again after the way they treated calvin when it comes to the way they treat people who are being nominated for the Supreme Court, the way they treat Kavanaugh, nothing's off the table for them. Nothing is off the table for them. And it's just sad. It's so sad that that's the country we live in right now. Bruce says, if they can, if they can, they will find the birth mother of the two kids and pay her to say what they want. Dude, Bruce, that, again, they would go that far. They would honestly go that far because you know what's going to happen? If they were to do that, I could totally see this happening. They would say, we need to delay the proceedings until we can fly them over. And that would delay it even more. And that would be all part of their plan. And yeah, Bruce, I think that's totally a possibility. Uh, Angry Mango says, I hit the send too soon. I'm a Mr. Bungle. Don't be a Mr. Bungle. By the way, if you've never seen the video of a Mr. Bungle, look it up on YouTube. I first discovered it after watching a a peewee. Pee Wee Herman uh, special where he uses that video and it is hilarious. It's all about washing your hands and being polite, but it's so bad. The acting is atrocious, but it's wonderful. It's so good. Don't be a Mr. Bungle. (laughs) I'm so glad I got that reference. Some people are very happy with the Judge Dread. Ooh, Brightest Day says Spock. That's actually a good point. Then I was just Felicitas at 727. Mr. Smith from Mr. Smith Goes to Washington. That's a great point, too. Um, he was technically based off of a real person. Um, it was not like a shot-for-shot remake of a person's life, but it was inspired by someone uh, that did something similar. So, But yeah, that's a good shout, too, Mr. Smith. Absolutely. Absolutely. All righty. 
Chan has jumped on me once again. So let's see where we left off in the chat. <laughs> All righty, let us see. All right, looks like some comments may have been skipped. It's 7.30 p.m. over on YouTube. Again, I did not skip the comments. YouTube skipped the comments. But at 7.30 p.m., Orange Hat Reviews had a comment, so I'll get to that once I catch up with my d fam. How's it going, d fam? Um, let's see. Will Gentry, thank you very much for the diamond donation. Thank you for the diamond donation, my friend. Says Steve Rogers for Judge. He's pompous, but he's fair. I was thinking of Captain America. I was. But then I was thinking of Chris Evans, and so I got the two confused, and that's why I didn't say it out loud. <laughs> Uh, Captain J-Rod, the beer guru, thank you very much for the diamond donation over on D-Live, and says, how about Judge Reinhold? Who's Judge Reinhold? Am I not getting that reference? Judge Reinhold. Uh, American actor, Ernest, Edward Ernest Judge Reinhold. Oh, American actor, singer, filmmaker, star in movies, Ruthless People, Fast Times, Ridgemont High. Both Beverly Hills Cops and the Senate. I recognize him. Interesting. I don't see why not. I don't know much about him. Other than I've, I've seen him in a couple of things. But I didn't recognize his name. So I'll say no since I didn't recognize his name. Uh, Peabody says, how is our birther of gods doing? Is she going to pop? Um, yeah. So we're, you know, this week uh, we'll hit 39 weeks. Uh, due date is set for two weeks. So around October October 7th. So, uh, based on how things are going, it seems likely that we'll have to induce after the due date. Um, so, yeah. This also is a good point, too. There's a very good chance that this might be, if not the last Saturday Night Stream for a while, uh, the second to last Saturday Night Stream for a while. Because, obviously, if something happens this week, well, then I'll be out for a bit. But if things go the way I think they are, which means we'll get all the way to the due date, that means that next weekend will probably be the last full weekend that I have. Um, available for streaming because obviously once once baby boy is here i'll have to take a bit of a hiatus uh, a bit of a break Um, most likely if i had to again i i can't really guess this because a lot of things can happen and obviously you know we don't know what's going to be like but i would guess it'd probably be at least a month um where i would be on hiatus for but i'll I'll let y'all know and keep y'all posted when you know birth and stuff like that gets gets going that way y'all y'all know when i'll be out uh, B.Y. then says, it's a race between Freya and Pearl to see who gives birth first. Probably Pearl. Uh, Phonemo, your dentist had video games. Lucky bastard. Yeah, they had uh, N64 system set up. They had old school, um, oh man, what was it called? Uh, Super Nintendo they had as well. Because one of the games I remember playing at one of the dentists I had growing up um, was, it was an old school Star Wars game. Because I remember being able to play um, as Luke Skywalker. So, yeah, old school. Captain High says, ACB actually used to work for Justice Scalia. He was his me- her mentor. Yeah, that's right. Uh, she clerked for him, too. So uh, that's very, again, that's one of the reasons why I personally, just, you know, just for me, think that she would be a good choice for that reason. You know, the fact that she has a very similar philosophy that, uh, that uh, he does. Captain High is thinking about the three ice cream donations. Let's see. Captain Adam says, How is Freya love to her from all of us here in the clan? Well, thank you very much for that. Uh, hopefully that explained it. Uh, greetings from Germany. Well, hello from Germany. N3ACB. Or AC8. 
Uh, Villa Hava says, Chinese movie called The 800 won the box office this weekend. Yeah, The 800 has been doing crazy well in China. Um, and it's just been destroying everything, including Mulan, which is just, again, great to see happen. Uh, so it's a film that I definitely have some interest in. Uh, thank you again for being here, everybody. Please smash that like button. Uh, we got 116 people now. Wow. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's been a few Saturdays now where we've had over 100 people watching at one point. So thank you very much for being here. Hope you are having fun enjoying. Please, again, smash the like and share if you don't mind. It is free and it helps out. Uh, 7.30 over back on YouTube now at 7.30 or in chat reviews. And again, it is 7.30 in the chat, which means I'm about 20 minutes behind as I normally am. So Orange Chat says, a movie character for SCOTUS pick, maybe Judge Hershey from the Stallone Dread. Uh, 13th Warrior at 7.30, Al Pacino, you're out of order, you're out of order, the whole trial's out of order. I don't know what voice I was doing there. I cannot do a good Al Pacino, that's for sure. Uh, Thanatos Felicitas, look up a book called How to Lie with Statistics by Daryl Huff. It's a good book on how you can mislead with math. I don't even need to read the book because I just know it's a fact. Yahoo did that thing. <laughs> Yahoo is total proof of that point. It's very easy to do that, right? All you need to do is give a random statistic, and you can spin it whatever way you want. Uh, Soul Assassin says, Judge Judy. That would be a good one, for sure. All right, Greta Zenner, how's it going, Greta? Glad to see you here. Um, let's see, where are we? Uh, Andrew Hoyle, 732. I envisage Biden's head popping like the scene from Scanners as he tried to handle the debate. Yeah, probably. Probably. Excuse me. Fast evening all says, John Panette, if still alive as SCJ. Yes, John Panette as a Supreme Court judge would be fantastic. I say nay nay. <laughs> That's not a ruling. I don't I say nay nay. <laughs> it would be the best opinions to ever read because it would just simply say nay nay or yay yay. It'd be fantastic. Eric K, how's it going? Good, sir. Glad to see you here. Thank you again for being a member on the channel. Um, all right, let's see. What are we in the chat? AFK Bard, what's going on? Glad to see you again. Um, Nebraska, because how's it going as well? Looking for more tags. Soul Assassin at 735. What's this about the Meghan Merkel chick wanting to run for president? Yeah, I saw that floating around, and I just like, one, I don't think it's true, and two, I don't care. No one's going to vote for her. And by no one, obviously, some people will vote for her because people will vote for anyone. But no one's going to honestly think that she's serious at all, especially with all the other nonsense that she's been doing. So please go right ahead. Embarrass yourself. Uh, One Man Show. Hello, I see you in the chat. Uh, Super Tag 735 says he's supposed to be campaigning, but the left has so lost it. I wouldn't be surprised if half his team thinks America will just flock to him because Trump bad. I honestly do think, Super, that is what they're banking on. I really do think that is their philosophy. They think all we need to do is keep Joe out of the public light and let Trump, you know, put his foot in his mouth, which he's going to do. I mean, again, as you all know, I am not a, a Trump guy. You know, I didn't vote for him in 2016. I, I'm really looking at a lot of the options that are on my specific ballot because I'm an independent. You know, I'm very much independent. I definitely lean more by what many consider to be conservative leanings. But at the end of the day, I'm, I'm a Catholic. I'm a Catholic voter. And so I look at the Catholic moral issues that are most important to me. And I try and find out which candidate is going to most align myself with that. And I have my issues. I have my problems with Trump. 
Um, and um, I have a lot more problems with Biden. I can at least admit that point. Um, but I think that that is what they're banking on. That was for Trump to essentially lose the election himself. And you can't win that way. And the reason why is because eventually he's going to have to come out and debate him for an hour and a half. And if he's barely getting any speeches out with a teleprompter, how in the hell is he going to be able to debate someone for an hour and 30 minutes who's known to throw bombs and is known to not take no for an answer and to not lit, you know, to not give up, to not let up? And it's going to be on primetime television, too. So, you know, Biden can do all the talking tough saying, I know how to deal with bullies all he wants. But he has to prove himself at the end of the day. And, and the other thing, too, is, is there's now reports about how there's no ground game for Biden in a lot of states. And again, I think that that is because they think they can just ride the wave of nostalgia and be like, hey, remember Biden? Remember, remember Obama? And that, that somehow will convince the Obama coalition to come back together and that people will just vote against Trump. And again, people are not voting for Biden. People are voting against Trump. Like, let's just be honest with that. You know, there are people voting for Trump. There are not people voting for Biden, right? There's just people voting against Trump, which, hey, that's your prerogative. That's your choice. You have free will, every right to do so. But don't try and spin that to say that you actually support this dude who is barely showing up and might not even be alive. Sad. Uh, Perth Comics, how's it going? Good, sir. Uh, Tina B. says, you missed so much after you left Friday Night Tights last night. I think Gary died a little when Ryan found the article about Amazon looking for people comfortable with nudity for Lord of the Rings show. I, I mean, I could see why. I mean, that's totally opposite of what, uh, you know, Tolkien wanted for that for that entire universe, right? That's not something he had in his mind, right? He was very much a Christian man, and his his books have so much Christian allegory within them. And it's really just, I think, slapping him in the face. It's you know him rolling in his rolling over in his grave if they do crap like that. And uh, yeah, I mean, there's always stuff I miss because I'm on for three hours, and they go usually for almost six hours, which is just so insane to me. But hey, they have fun. Uh, I have fun too when I'm there. Uh, Tim Elf, how's it going, good sir? Let's see. Uh, Vinzinger G, what's going on? Says if you had a superpower, uh, what would your superpower be? Instant transportation, easily. Um, you know, some people say flight or, you know, super strength and those are great. The ability to get anywhere you want instantaneously, I think is the most useful power you could ever have. Uh, in Dragon Ball Z, it's known as just instant transmission. And seriously, it is the, the best. It is absolutely the best power to have. Um, because then I could literally go see my parents, um, anytime I wanted to see my best friends anytime I wanted to, uh, go anywhere in the world anytime I wanted to. And not have to miss anything. Um, that would be the best power. Hands down. Uh, Eric K., hail to you. Hail to you, good sir. Glad to see you here. Uh, Brian Barr says, The fall of Hollywood right before our eyes. How would movies, uh, how would movies recover? Um, well, I mean, it just means the movies will be smaller. Uh, smaller budgets. And hopefully that means not big Hollywood stars. And maybe actually good stories for once. So it actually could be a good thing. Uh, 8 Bits Nate Boy says, when is Top Gun movie coming out? July of 2021. Um, yeah, I haven't heard anything from this. Here's the thing. You know, people always ask me in my comment section, like, when movies are coming out. And, you know, not to attack anyone, but you do realize that the amount of time it takes you to post a comment, you could be posting into Google, when does this movie come out? And it'll tell you. <laughs> like, I just, I've always just been amazed when I get asked those things. It's like, I don't really have any, you know, I always say I don't have inside knowledge. Right, I don't have inside sources on things. 
I just have, you know, having worked in movie exhibition, right, working for AMC for a few years, and just being a follower and lover of film for so long as well, you know, I have I have certain, you know, you know, I guess insights you could say, but I don't have any inside inside, you know, I don't have any inside exclusive sources or anything. But yeah, just Google search it. And it's July of 2021. So sadly, Top Gun is not coming out this year. And as I said, I don't think any big movies are really left. Um, the ones that are left, I don't know how long they're going to stay in their current release schedule. Uh, Forever Sci-Fi at 739 says, W appointed Roberts, but he's been compromised since. Yep, absolutely. Thirteenth Warrior says, The worst was Suter, nominated by Pappy Bush and joined the lefties 100%. Yeah, that's right. I totally forgot that Suter was nominated by uh, George Bush Sr. Not George Bush, like George Hurt Walker Bush. Um, yeah, I, I totally forgot about that. But uh, going back to to a previous point that that was made as well about Roberts, you know, Roberts, some, you know, it makes some sense to me because he does, I think, have this mindset where he doesn't want big decisions to be made on a five four line if it's going to do any major damage. And I know that his mindset is, hey it's not our job to get rid of Obamacare. That is something that the voters should decide. That's something that the Congress should decide. And I get the logic. I actually do understand that logic. Um, But the way in which he did it, I think was, as I said, the way he did it was my problem. You know, trying to spin it as a tax instead of the penalty, which is what it was called. And what the people even to this day say, it's not a tax. It's not a tax. It's not a tax. That was my problem with it was the way he worded it. Cause the way his logic for doing it, I think actually makes you know, it does make some sense. Uh, let's see. Super says, regarding the Supreme Court, pardon the error. I must have been confused him for another appointee. I still believe the Supreme Court is too political and partisan, though. Yeah, it is. Um, but here's the thing. I think the perception of the court is actually more partisan. I think the way in which these uh, confirmation hearings come about is is definitely more partisan. And there's been nominees that have been, too, right? I think it was Elena Kagan had never served on a court. Had never served on a court before. And yet somehow not only got nominated, but also got pushed through. Um, and so to me, it's like, how do you put forward a person that's never even served on a court before to be serving on the highest court in the land for a lifetime appointment? Um, if, unless it's politically motivated. So, you know, the reason why I would say though, that the court itself is not as political as we think is because just look at the fact that you had two, uh, two justices in Scalia and Ginsburg who were complete opposites and yet were still good friends. And, to me, anytime I think of the court, I think they must all get along. Because guess what? They all they all have each other's backs. You never hear about any of them going after anybody, right? You, If it was political, if the court was really political, then you would have heard justice coming out attacking Kavanaugh. You you would have had the, the females on the court going after him. But they, they haven't. They, they've all been very supportive of each other. And I think that's something, you know, I think what happens to the court is what we should try to adopt in our own culture and society, right? Is getting along even though we disagree. Which, which sadly is, is a lost uh, a lost art, it seems. Uh, Bruce Hobson, how is it going? Um, let us see here. Do, 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 do. Uh, Brian Barth, the 746, says, What do you think of Trump at first with his presidential campaign? Uh, were you surprised that he won? I thought his win was the people giving the system the middle finger. I think that I think it was the people giving the system the middle finger, and I did not think it was going to... I remember watching. I watched the entire election because, um, you know, even though I, I really do honestly hate the realm of politics, it's still something that generally interests me because it deals with public policy 
And those are the things that impact all of us, right? Uh, the fact that we have mask mandates, the fact that our economy got shut down, right? All of that is from public policy. So I was, I was interested even before all the stuff with Corona. Now I'm even more invested in it because I, I care about who is getting in charge and who is going to be making my local decisions um, about these wide variety of topics. And I think everyone should too, right? Even if you hate the presidential stuff and the and the big you know stuff, at the very least, you should vote local stuff because that is going to have a much more direct impact on you. At least vote local, right? You know, shop local, right? Shop smart, shop s smart. Get that reference. Um, I honestly do think though that voting locally though is is very important, right? Everyone's like, it's it's your civic duty to vote. To me, it's your civic duty to vote locally to have an impact on the community that you're currently living in uh, because you can have a much more direct impact on that uh, than you can have at a more federal level because obviously we, we live in a federal society, right? We live in a constitutional republic. And that means that, you know, sometimes it seems like our votes don't really matter as much uh, because it's not about popularity, right? It's, it's about the electoral college. Um, and yet that's why I am saying if, if you're going to vote at least for your local stuff and maybe leave the presidential stuff blank, I would say I support that, to be honest, um, because I get it. I get it. It's it's really hard for us. But anyway, um, I, watching the 2016 election, though, I, I just I love that stuff. Like I go to 270 to win. Uh, it's a great site, by the way, 270 to win. You can play around with the map, play around with the Electoral College. I love that stuff. It's just so interesting to me. It's so interesting to me. It's fascinating to me. I love looking into the history and seeing how things happened. I love going back to times when you had, you know, Nixon get a landslide. The fact that California at one point in its history went red. That Reagan won California both times. That Reagan had landslides both times and only a, a few states didn't vote for him. It's just amazing to watch this stuff. It's so fascinating. It's so interesting to look at. But yeah, I did not think that was going to happen. I was very surprised when Trump won. And yeah, I'm going to be honest, right? I Again, I said I didn't vote for him in 2016. Um, and so I, I didn't really want him. And I obviously didn't want Hillary either. Um and so just to see that everyone was assuming Hillary was going to win, the fact that that didn't happen, I was happy. Like, that that's what made me happy. It was that Hillary lost, not necessarily that, that Trump won. Uh, because just them showing all the people that were so confident, that were so full of themselves, all the pollsters and the political pundits that thought they knew everything, just get it completely wrong, was hilarious. And what's even more hilarious, they're doing the same thing now, right? There's a good chance that either one of these per- people could win. No question. But the fact that they are having as much confidence now that Biden's going to walk away with it, it's like this is 2016 all over again. So now it wouldn't surprise me if, if Trump won again. Um, it would also not surprise me if Biden won either, though, um, for many reasons, especially the whole uh, vote ballots. Uh, Super at 746. I'm so excited I am, uh, I am for the debate on Tuesday, though it does kind of suck that China and some other foreign affairs stuff isn't listed as a debate topic. Hoping for next time. Well, that, th- again, they're limited with time, so an hour and a half, they have to focus on issues. So the second, the second debate actually is going to be a, I think, more of an open forum. It's going to be one of those uh, town halls, so they'll get questions from the audience, and I'm assuming that you'll probably have some uh, foreign policy stuff brought up there, and I imagine that at the very least, that third debate, though, the last one that they have, if they have not covered that extensively, they will. And I want to say it normally plays out that way. Uh, Eric Case 46 says, I have a solution to everything. Make me ruler of this ball of mud we call the planet, and I shall fix all. No one will be happy, but I will fix it. Oh, I don't know, Eric K. I don't know. Uh, there's only uh, one king and one absolute monarch and ruler in this world, and it, of course, is the Lord. 
All right, and chat has jumped on me on YouTube like it normally does. Um, let us see. So it looks like a couple of comments may have been skipped because it's only 7.48 in the chat. I want to say it was like 7.46, so um, some comments may have been skipped, maybe. Uh, but uh, I'm going to jump over to DLive now so I can catch up with my DLive fam. All right. Bunch of memes and gifts over there, including a bunch with <laughs> a bunch with Trump, someone getting pied in the face, American flags, uh, Homer running around in a circle doing essentially what looks to me like the uh, curly from the Three Stooges, whoop, 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 running around in a circle on the floor. Uh, phone email: the only correct answer for a film character as a Supreme Court justice is Ledger's Joker. Ooh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Mm. I think. Two-Face would be more sensible because at least he's fair because it's all about chance. Imagine your Supreme Court case is being decided with the flip of a coin. At least it's fair. Mm. Camden Heiss, uh, were you still around on Friday Night Tights when they played the video from Gary Lamb thanking Tim Pool? Can't remember. No, I, I've seen the video, but it was not. I was not on when they were watching it through Friday Night Tights. Uh, Peabody says, in Django Unchained, I think Quentin Tarantino should have won an Oscar for the worst Australian accent I've ever heard. <laughs> oh, oh, it was fantastic, and you know it, Peabody. <laughs> and then says, and slavery was due to Australia, apparently. I don't know. I didn't. I don't think it, it made that point. He was a random Aussie there. Uh, and then says, to be fair, I only watched about five minutes of the movie. It sucked. Yeah, yeah. Do yeah. Five minutes? That, no, 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 you can't say a movie sucked after just watching it for five minutes, man, right? If you get maybe halfway through a movie, that is more understandable. But five minutes, that's not a good enough period of time to make a decision. Watch the whole damn movie, dude. I'll agree. Django Unchained is probably one of my le- lesser favorites of his. It's not a, you know, for me, it's not a film I really ever want to watch several times over. But it's also still a solid, it's still Tarantino. You know, it's still Tarantino. It's not one of my favorites of his, but it's still solid in a lot of ways. Uh, Boney Minutes says, Supreme Court Justice Scooby-Doo. Well, that would just be great. I think we should just have all dogs on the Supreme Court. That'd be great. All right, back over to YouTube at 748. Tina B. Tad says, don't skip this. Uh, Dooney Val Unubi, Danny Vil Unobi, help me here. Oh, my Lord. It's Denis Villeneuve. Denis Villeneuve. No bees. <laughs> oh, I love it. Hyperdex 13. Do you have a favorite type of architecture? I like Asian architecture because of the roof style and find it exotic looking. I love Gothic architecture. Most especially, I just love old school churches and cathedrals. Old school cathedrals when they weren't just random white rooms that look terrible. Um, any major cathedral that just has beautiful architecture, artwork, that kind of stuff. That's what I like. Uh, Jens Jergensen in 79 says, I would like John Wayne to be a SCOTUS or Charlton Heston. Interesting. Uh, Eric K. Uh, next time, don't put a space uh, between Odin and question, but you're a member, so you don't need to do that. Says, uh, he is a judge. It is in his name. That is all you need to know. Anyone named judge must be qualified to be on the Supreme Court. So Judge Napolitano as well. <laughs> Oh, let's see. Super says, have you ever watched Robin Williams' bit on fatherhood? If not, it's on, it is your last bit of required training for baby Thor. Uh, yeah, I, uh, Robin Williams on Broadway is some of the best comedy I've ever seen in my life. 
Uh, Orange Eye Reviews says, I'm willing to bet, Odin, that after Thor arrives, the next stream you will have visible bags under your eyes and your beard will be frazzled. Ah, fatherhood. I imagine there will be a lot of things. <laughs> uh, it'll be crazy. Uh, Bruce says, do you think Thor just doesn't want to be associated with 2020 and is trying to wait till 2021? Well, that definitely won't happen. Um, <laughs> but it makes sense. He does, he's not rushing. Let's just put it that way. He's not rushing to enter into the 2020 world. <laughs> and I don't blame him. I don't blame him one bit. All righty. Let us see. And they won. Thanos has released in 73. Atticus Finch from To Kill a Mockingbird. Ooh, that's a good one. That's actually a really good one. Good shout. Um, Dean Approve says, Jack Ryan is Supreme Court judge. Changed my mind. Nah, I'm not going to. Sounds good. 70B says, where are the puppy girls? They are upstairs with the mama. Uh, keeping her company and protecting the house. Does someone say Methuselah? Yes. Uh, Eric K says, Judge Dredd for the Supreme Court. I am the law. I already mentioned that one, though. Uh, Angry Mango 75, Biden's wife should be ashamed of herself for allowing the Democrats to use and abuse her husband. Wow. Who is so obviously suffering from a serious degenerative ailment? Yeah, I mean... And obviously people say, oh, are you a doctor? Oh, are you a professional? It's like, well, no, I'm not. But that's kind of the point. The fact that normie people, non-medical people are, can look and see that there's a problem, that should speak volumes. That that should speak volumes to the case that's going on, you know? And it, it, let's just put it this way. If you look at a speech he gave back between 2008 and 2012 when he was vice president and compare that to any speech he's given um, since he's gotten the nomination and even before he's got the nomination. It's night and day. And you don't see night and day differences like that unless there has been a huge impact on the mental capacity of the person. There's no denial that there's something going on there. And honestly, I think the reason why he's being hidden, essentially, why he's only showing up half the time, and the reason why his speeches are so short, and why he's really not doing a whole lot as far as the campaign trail goes, is because of health. I really honestly believe that. That's why as I said I would not be surprised if he were to announce within the next day or two that he is not going to be there for the first debate. I, I really would not be surprised. Uh Forever Sci-Fi, uh there are people on the left turning to Satan to help him defeat Trump. That's that says it all. Yeah, seriously. People join the the uh the Satanist church. It's crazy. Uh super. Uh, speaking of Meghan Merkel, uh, did you know what Trump said the other day? Our president is a savage. Yeah. T- saying, you know, oh, yeah, he uh, good luck with that, basically, is what he said <laughs> to her husband. Uh, Rob D. Judge uh, Trudy from the Amanda Show for Supreme Court judge. We would just need dancing lobsters. Oh, yes, Rob D. That brings me back. Yes. Bring in the dancing lobsters. Uh, Hybrid X13, hey, forgive me if this sounds like a dumb question. I need to do research. But have we ever had an independent president, uh, one that wasn't right or left? Um, well, here's the thing. We have not always had Democrats or Republicans. So it, it's hard to say right or left because political parties have really changed a lot throughout the course of history. We, we've had a wide variety of parties, a, a wide variety of poli- political ideologies, but I would say if you looked at any single person that's ever been president, you could probably argue that they are either on the left or right. I mean, everyone is. Even independents will lean light, you know, right or left. Um, but again, even right or left are more modern political explanations 
than they are, you know, permanent laws of the universe, if that makes any sense. Um, let us see. Soul Assassin tagged at 758. I have to ask again, who loves orange soda? Kel loves orange soda. Is it true? Mm-hmm. I do, I do, I do, I do, I do. Ooh. Yes. Keenan and Kel are life. Iron Vet says, Odin is Jumper. Um, I actually don't hate that movie. It's not a good movie, but I don't hate it. For the very reason that I want to have that power. <laughs> Eric K says, you want instant transportation, so you are a fan of the movie Jumper, I see. Yep, boom, there it is. I actually am. for that Only only for that reason. Not because it's got good acting, not because it's, it's good at all, because uh, it really isn't. It's got a lot of problems with it. Um, it's because of that power. Jace Doe at 79, Hollywood going to back to the basics would be great. Yeah, it would be. It really honestly would be fantastic. Um, let us see. Justin C, how's it going? David S in the chat as well. <laughs> a big snake boy at eight o'clock tagged and says, "I was kind of thinking out loud with that comment. I actually did Google Maverick after I asked that question. <laughs> so why did you ask me?" <laughs> uh, Brian Barth, who is better, Tommy Zo or or Uwe Ball? Uh, Tommy Zo, dude. Uh, Uwe Ball is an idiot. He's stupid. He sucks. Uh, Tommy Zhao is not only a fantastic filmmaker, but is hilarious. Uh, Jay Stowe says, Speaking of basics, love Don Bluth's idea of wanting to bring back more traditional 2D animation. Yep, I'm right there supporting him too. Uh, We need more traditional 2D animation back in our world. Uh, Angry Mango, the worst thing about the Bork hearings was the way he was treated by Senator Ted Kennedy, the man who left Mary Jo Kopechny to die in a submerged car in Chappaquiddick. Speaking of which, Angry Mango, if you've not seen, if anyone has not seen the movie Chappaquiddick, you need to do yourself a favor and watch it. I'm amazed that that movie was ever made because it was taboo for so long for anyone to bring up the fact that Ted Kennedy killed a woman. And got away with it. Scot-free. She didn't die from drowning. Keep that in mind. He drove a car off a bridge. Didn't tell anyone about it for hours and hours. And she did not die from drowning. She suffocated. Because she found an air pocket in the car. Because she was still alive. Waiting for help. But Ted Kennedy... Uh, he was being prepped for bigger and greater things. He was called the Lion of the Senate. And after he died, what did they say? We have to push forward this legislation, right? It's the whole in-memory thing, right? So everyone's been saying, oh, her last dying, we're talking about uh, with uh, Justice Ginsburg, her last dying wish was that the next president would you know, choose her successor. And it's like, well, thank God there's not a dying wish clause. But for some reason, it's mostly on the left that this happens. You know, now with Ginsburg and then back in the day with Kennedy when, when Ted Kennedy died... They did the same thing, saying, oh, well, he fought for this forever, so we need to put it to a vote. It's like, no, that's not how this works. That's not how any of this works. Uh, but Chappaquiddick, good film. Not a great film. Important film for the story. It could have been made better, though. Uh, Forever Sci-Fi 801, uh, people forget the whole, uh, the whole of the people has the final say, not just nine of them. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. Uh, Brian Barth says, Trump is the ultimate underdog. Everyone was against him. I mean, in a way, uh, it depends on what you define as underdog. If you mean everyone being against him and yet him still pulling out the victory, then yeah, absolutely. 
Um, let's see. Uh, Super, oh, sorry, Eric K. first, who's a member, says, I used to date a girl that her father was a superior court judge. Ooh, nice. I would have been terrified. Uh, Super says, I'm worried about Lord of the Rings. It's clear Bezos is dying for his own Game of Thrones, so I fear they'll try to copy it. Or even worse, come at it thinking people love fantasy for unity and violence. Here's the thing, though. I honestly don't think that the Tolkien estate is going to allow that to happen. They've got a very, they've got very clear control of that IP. Um, so I don't think they're going to get away with it. So we keep hearing all these rumors and everything, but usually it's just rumors. Normally it's stuff that's really unverified, unproven. And if it turns, if it does turn out to be true, as I said, I don't think the Tolkien estate's going to allow that to happen. So. Uh, Tina B says, I think my book club will commit suicide once <laughs> again. I'll be the lone survivor, and I'm serious. That's so sad, Tina. Like, you know, I was mentioning this to my students the other day, saying there are people that literally had mental breakdowns and have PTSD because of the 2016 election. And it's like, it's it's one of those things where, you know, I will not I will not make fun of those people because anyone that's dealing with that now, Making fun of them is not going to help them, and I don't, I don't think it's going to be conducive to anything to make fun of anyone that has an actual mental illness. Um, that all being said, to me, it's so crazy that people put so much emotion into an election that they'll have PTSD from it. You know, and I think that that speaks much more to our culture and how we really need to to change the way in which we view a lot. Again, what whether it's love or hate of a politician, I think either extreme is dangerous because as much as you might like Trump or as much as you might hate Trump or for the two people out there that might actually love Joe Biden, they are politicians at the end of the day. They are politicians who have power. They like having the power. They don't want to lose that power. And at the end of the day, none of them can be trusted. I would not let any of them babysit my child. (laughs) So why would I let them why would I want to, is the better term there, want to let them run the country? But again, that goes for almost every politician that's currently in Washington. All of them. Toss them all out if I had my way with it. Unlimited power, I saw someone put there. Um, but I do need to get back up in the chat a little bit just to make sure. I've caught up with everybody's super chats. Not super chats, uh, regular chats. So, boom, no one's comments have been skipped this time. Let me jump back over to my DLive fam. Uh, we do need to start wrapping things up, though. we still got 98 people watching on YouTube. Smash that like button, please, if you've not done so already. I really would appreciate it. Uh, so let me head over back to my DLive really quick. And let us see. Ba-dum-bum-ba-dum-bum. Uh, Peabody says, five minutes was all it was worth. No, it's not, Peabody. No, 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 no. You need to watch a lot more than that. Peabody says, I gave the room five minutes and I want a refund. Dude, you can't give the room five minutes. It's an experience. This is also something, Peabody. It's not good to watch that movie alone. I'm just going to say that. It's not good to watch that movie alone. It's not a movie really made to be watched alone. Um, It's meant to be watched with a group of friends laughing you laughing everyone like everyone laughing their asses off like that that's the way the movie is meant to be viewed but yeah dude five minutes is not enough for any movie i'm sorry unless it's a documentary and you don't like the subject matter there's no reason why five minutes is going to give you an actual proper representation of the film itself 
Um, let's see. Uh, Will Gentry uh, Titan says, It's not so much the politicians themselves that people get traumatized by. It's the stigma of those politicians that they have, the stigma that they let the press build up in their head about said politician. Well, again, I think it would be the politician, actually, but to your point, it is the media. It's the media that is twisting the minds of people to care as much as they are. You know, the media's job used to be, let's tell you when bad things are happening. Let's warn you about dangerous things. And now they've taken that job and their capacity to report on it and have twisted it to say, oh, this one individual person is dangerous, is evil. And when you throw that and force that down people's throats day after day after day after day, guess what? It's going to lead to the kind of crap that we saw in 2016 where people had genuine breaks in, in a terrible way. Yeah, don't spam. Don't spam. Spamming is not good, Melissa. Uh, Captain Heinz says, I guess the room wasn't made for me. I have no friends. No, 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 All of us, all of us have friends. Just got to look around sometimes. Uh, 806, Rob D. Tad and says, what would make my head explode is if New York actually becomes a red state this election. Now, yeah, I remember someone putting that out there. I, I again, no, that's not going to happen. That is not going to happen. <laughs> There's not many things I can say um, with a lot of confidence, but that, yeah. To me, you would see there's a better chance of a place like Minnesota going red. Um, Or places like, again, Michigan, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania staying red like they were in 2016. Uh, New Hampshire flipping red as well. Those would be the places you'd see. New York, you know, people have been saying it's going to be a landslide now. I, I don't see that. On either side of the coin, it's going to be close. Obviously, it'll be it'll be close. Popular vote, honestly, I think I think I think it's very clear Biden's going to win the popular vote. Um, and I think that the right now, if I had to put money on anything, I would say Trump would win the uh, electoral college um, in the three hundred range. If I had to take a guess. Uh, if I were sci-fi 809, Two-Face would be great. Imagine how simple it would be to vote get to read the decision. It was tails. That's so true. It'd be so much easier to understand the logic of why a decision was made. <laughs> uh, man, oh man, it's so good. It's so good. All right, let's see. Uh, super uh, true. I think another mistake is they're focusing too much on Trump's personality. Go with Biden because he's normal. No, policy matters. I don't care who Trump uh, sasses on Twitter. Yeah, and, and here's the thing. Both matter, super. That's the thing. Both matter. Personality and policy both matter. And to me, I think some people only focus on personality, and I think that's a bad decision. And then some people also only focus on policy. I also think that's a bad decision too. Now, which is more important? I would argue policy. Um, but personality is also very important too. Again, it's personality, which is why I didn't vote for him in 2016 and why I'm not really keen to vote for him now. Policy-wise, he's actually very aligned with with things that I agree with. Um, a lot of policies I am thrilled with. Recently, he, he passed an executive order saying that we have to provide medical care for any child that survives an abortion. I, I think that that is fantastic. I think that's a great thing for him to do. At the same time, though, that's not his job. His job, you know, the legislator is the one that should be doing that. Um, 
But then again, they're not doing their job, and to me, that's a matter of life and death, and so therefore, he would have, in my opinion, the right to do that in that, in that circumstance. Um, and to me, if it honestly, if that's something that could then get brought to court and go up to the Supreme Court, again, if Amy Coney Barrett gets, gets confirmed, there's a, I wouldn't say a guarantee, right, because as I said before, right, breaking down the numbers, if Amy Coney Barrett gets, gets the actual nomination and gets confirmed, you're going to have three liberals, three conservatives, and then three swing votes. So only two of those votes would need to side with the conservatives to overturn Roe v. Wade. But again, that's two inconsistent three, you know, two out of the three inconsistent ju- justices. Um, and many people have, uh, get that wrong. They're like, overturn Roe v. Wade, moo, 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 my body, right, right, boo, 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 even though it doesn't make sense logically. Um, here's the thing, though. All that does is mean that the states get to decide whether it's legal or not in their individual state. People have this conception that it's going to make it all. It's going to make it completely that the a word that I don't like to say because YouTube doesn't like the word. That all of a sudden everything will be completely illegal and banned. No, no, no. If Roe v. Wade is overturned, all that means is that it goes back to the states, uh, which at the very least, at the very least, is a starting point. Right? It's a it's a good starting point. It's not perfect, um, but we can't change the culture through legislation. Um, all right. Slicer says, after all the judging Amy got, she should be, uh, she should get justice by being a justice. Never watch judging Amy, by the way, just clarify. <laughs> okay. Uh, father hail to you. Got here right at the end. Uh, hybrid X13. Hey, brother. Sorry. Don't know if this comment was skipped. The fact that the Academy didn't nominate the child actress from train to Busan goes to show how pathetic they are. Well, here's the thing too. It's a foreign language film. Uh, and they tend not to nominate a lot of actors from foreign language films for acting. So I, I would say that is actually not a fault of the Academy. There's other things we can look at to talk about as far as faults of the Academy go. Um, but there is that, that child definitely gave a better performance than most other, uh, people have. Uh, Father says, odds that they there won't be a debate Tuesday. I I think it's 60-40. I think 60% chance there is a debate, 40% chance there isn't. I think there's a 40, that's a very strong chance, 40% chance that, that Biden doesn't show. Uh, let's see, Super says, Biden is so bad he makes George Bush decline look normal. Uh, Angry Mango, I was at uh, Punahou School in Hawaii at the same time as Obama in the 70s. If the news media had revealed who he really was, he never would have been elected president. He's a total fraud. Yeah, it's amazing to me. Things are still to this day. uh, Certain records are still locked down. People still don't know really who he is. Uh, The media have protected him even to this day. Uh, 13th Warrior at 8.14, textualism is the new hotness. Originalism is passe. Ah, okay. Ah, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, let's see. Bruce says, Odin, I think the Democrats will just 